You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. This is the Locked On Jets podcast for Thursday, August 12th, 2021. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. I hope you're figuring out a way to remain cool today. It is a very hot day in the New York area. And our episode today is brought to you by Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game team and move. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and while you subscribe to Peacock and Williamson, subscribe to this show. It's Locked On Jets. It's also part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We also have new episodes each day, Monday through Friday. If you subscribe, we'll deliver new episodes to you as they're posted. And while you're at it, if you really do enjoy the show, give it a five-star review. Helps us out quite a bit. Really do appreciate it. Through most of this week, I have spoken broadly about things I'm looking for in preseason and things that I don't think are that important in preseason. On today's show, we're going to get more specific because the Jets do have a preseason game Saturday night against the Giants. It is their first preseason game of the year, and it's part of the new preseason format, I believe, going forward. Instead of four games, every team or most teams are going to play three games because there is now a 17th regular season game. So we've essentially eliminated one preseason game and added an extra regular season game. Today, we're going to focus on position battles that could be impacted by what happens on Saturday night. And the Jets have a number of open position battles right now. Some are for starting roles, some are for backup roles, and we're going to talk about some of the key ones I'm looking at on Saturday. And I'm going to begin with the quarterback position, and it's not about the starting quarterback job. That's going to Zach Wilson. Wilson is the starter. Robert Sala, the head coach, said on Thursday that the starters are going to play about a quarter, which means you'll get three quarters of backups playing. The backup quarterback job seems to be wide open to me. You know, I've seen a couple Jets practices over the last few days, and my takeaway, and again, I haven't been there all training camp, so you know, maybe this is not an, an entirely fair look. Maybe it's not an entirely comprehensive look. But my perception after watching the Jets practice for a couple of days is that if Zach Wilson goes down, this team's in big trouble because I have not been impressed by what I've seen from Mike White or from James Morgan, even... Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson's been in the NFL a long time and has not had much success. I don't have a lot of hopes for for the backup quarterbacks for anybody in this mix right now. I mean, based on what I've seen, and again, it is a limited amount. I I don't go to training camp every day. I you know go a couple days. It seems to me like Josh Johnson's the best option. Um, you know, James Morgan seems to be pretty inaccurate. He has some issues on touch passes. White, I, I don't think reads makes great reads. I mean, Johnson is what he is. He might be the best option, and that might say more about the the competition than it does about Josh Johnson. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe somebody can stand out in preseason. And, of course, performing, performing well in preseason does not necessarily indicate you'll be successful in a regular season scenario. 
I mean, you can go back to 2008 when Brett Ratliff looked phenomenal in preseason for the Jets. When was the last time Brett Ratliff performed well in an NFL game? Um, you know, I think back to 2013, Matt Sims led the Jets uh, to an overtime win against the Giants. He played well in the backup bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles, which we'll be experiencing in a few weeks. Um, and obviously, Matt Sims never really amounted to being to being a quality NFL quarterback. I mean, you have to remember these guys, these guys are maybe backups, but they're also going against backups. In fact, you know, of the things that I mentioned, the two guys I mentioned, the most significant contribution Brett Ratliff made to the Jets was he was part of the trade up in 2009 when the Jets got Mark Sanchez. But this is an opportunity for somebody to step up. You know, it's if somebody plays well, I mean, it doesn't seem to me like anybody's really distinguished themselves in training camp. And that also goes to the reports, and that also goes into my theory why the Jets probably signed Josh Johnson. Although, you know, there are there are a couple of possible reasons. I mean, they may just be that they wanted an extra arm in training camp, but my guess is that they signed Josh Johnson because they saw that Mike White and James Morgan were not really doing a good good enough job. So if somebody stands out, they probably take the lead in the the backup quarterback co- uh, competition. Next spot to look at is running back. Another spot that's wide open. I, you know, it kind of seems like Michael Carter is going to be the number one back, but this is likely to be a situation where Jets have a backfield by committee to some extent, even though I think Carter will get the most carries this season. I think he'll get the most touches. I don't think he's going to be the only back to see the field. And, you know, behind him, it's again, it's a kind of a wide open competition. You've got Tevin Coleman, you know, Tevin Coleman's like one of those, you have, you have certain, certain players on the team where nothing would surprise you. Like if Tevin Coleman did nothing for the jets this year, I would not be surprised if Tevin Coleman ended up being a useful back, maybe the second back in the, in the uh, committee, I wouldn't be surprised either. You know, he's got a good track record, but did not really play much last year. You have Ty Johnson, who's kind of a wild card. You have LaMichael Pirine, who was trying to show that he belongs in the NFL. You also have Josh Adams, who flashed a little bit last year, although I don't think Josh Adams is really well-suited for the zone system the Jets are putting in. I view him as more of a gap runner, more of a guy who runs between the tackles, and I think there would be a, a role for him. I think of Josh Adams as kind of a specialist of the way the team is constructed right now. But, you know, we'll see, maybe he'll get a chance. It's not clear who the, who the what the rotation is going to be. I, again, I'm making the assumption Michael Carter, the fourth-round pick out of North Carolina, is going to see the primary role. This is another spot, just like backup quarterback. There's so much unknown right here that somebody who stands out might just earn themselves some playing time. This might be a position where the preseason really matters in terms of determining who's earned a role on the roster. So running back certainly one to keep an eye on. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer, so go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. 
rockauto.com. Locked on Jets podcast. Ahead of the preseason opener against the Giants on Saturday night today, I am talking about position battles to watch in the preseason. Next one I'm going to talk about is not as wide open as backup quarterback or running back, but I think that there's playing time up for grabs at the wide receiver position, and perhaps more than we realized because Elijah Moore, unfortunately, the rookie second-round pick out of Mississippi, who has been one of the standout players of training camp, left practice on Thursday with a quad injury, and that's, you know, that's unfortunate. If the backup quarterback position is uninspiring, wide receiver is the exact opposite. The reason there's a competition here is that there's a lot of quality at this position, in my opinion. You have Corey, I think Corey Davis pretty much has his playing time locked down. But outside of that, you have a lot of guys who are, you know, could be competing for roles on this roster. When you look at, you know, we were talking about Elijah Moore, who looked like he was earning a spot based on his tremendous performance in training camp. But you still have the, the reliable Jamison Crowder. You have Denzel Mims, who you know has been one of the topics of training camp because he hasn't really gotten, you know, he's, he's kind of been seen working with the twos, working with the threes. But one good game in, in preseason, you know, sometimes can wipe out some disappointing practices. And Mims spoke the other day about how he had a tough off season. You know, he lost weight due to food poisoning. He's finally getting back to feeling like himself. So perhaps that's an opportunity for him. Uh, you look at Keelan Cole, who was just a solid veteran the Jets got, and then there are some other there are some other guys who maybe can carve out roles. You have Jeff Smith, who's kind of a gadget guy. I, see, I don't think he's going to get a lot of playing time, but Jeff Smith could be the kind of guy who earns a role. We know that installing this this new system. Mike LaFleur is going to utilize jet motion. Jet, you know, you'll see some jet sweeps. Smith might be the kind of guy you want to get the ball in space. Also because he can throw the ball. He's a former college quarterback, so he could be a guy who's utilized on trick plays, but he has to show he can execute them. Another guy who comes to mind, Vincent Smith, who's kind of fighting for a roster spot. And look, I mean, I, I don't have a lot of hopes for Vincent Smith as a wide receiver, but, you know, he could be a guy, another guy because of his speed, maybe somebody who executes on jets sweeps opportunities show to show for these guys to display what they're capable of doing now let's get to another position which is once again wide open that's tight end difficult to figure out what to make of this tight end position because you, you have a lot of guys but you don't really have anybody you can count on in fact tyler croft might be the most reliable tight end on this roster because he can do a little, a little bit of everything he's a quality blocker he's not a threat as a receiver you know he's not a downfield threat he's not going to scare anybody down the seam but as a useful outlet target. You know, that's kind of like, if I have a blocking tight end, I just want to force the, I don't want him to be like a, a third tackle on the field. I want to force the defense to cover him. That's really all I ask for out of a blocking tight end. You have Tyler Croft. You have Chris Herndon, who, like Tevin Coleman, is about as big of a mystery as you can get. Nothing would surprise me with Chris Herndon this year. And then you have Ryan Griffin and Trevon Wesco and Daniel Brown, guys who have been on the team last couple of years and you know haven't been that inspiring i think wesco has some up, upside as a blocker but you know not not that inspiring of a group at least in my opinion uh but again the it's wide open there's nobody there that's really proven nobody who i you know have big trust in so we'll see what these guys are capable of doing now you get to the defensive side of the ball and look we know carl lawson is a starter at defensive end for the jets there's no question about it very excited they're very excited about him Got him in the offseason on a big contract from Cincinnati. Very productive player, even if he doesn't put up big sack totals. But 
not really clear who's starting across from him at defensive end. You know, I think John Franklin Myers could be in the mix, even though he may be more of an interior type player. You have Jabari Zaniga entering year two. You have Bryce Huff entering year two. And these guys are all going to get an opportunity because the most obvious choice, who, to be fair, would be a, a part-time player, is Vinny Curry, who's out at least until the beginning of the regular season. So a real opportunity to sh- for these guys to display what they can do. And they're going to get a chance, I think, to do it against... Uh, some of these guys are going to get an opportunity to do it against Giants' first teamers. And when you get to training camp, it's one thing to produce in the second half of these games against third stringers, fourth stringers, practice squad level players, guys who may not even make the practice squad. It's another to get an opportunity to showcase your talents against first team competition. And if you produce against starters, it could help earn you playing time. It could help earn you a role. So these guys who are going to be coming off the edge are going to have every opportunity because it's not really clear who's going to be starting across from Carl Lawson. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. It's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Jets podcast here on this Thursday, two days before the preseason opener between the New York Jets and the New York Giants. It will be the annual preseason game between the two New York teams which of course we did not have last year. It's an annual game, but did not take place last year because there was no preseason in 2020. It is the return of the first preseason game in two years for the New York Jets and the the New York Giants. And on today's show, we're talking about position battles that could be impacted by this preseason opener. Another position wide open is cornerback. And I think we've seen there's something philosophical about the way the Jets build their defense in the offseason. They spent big money trying to upgrade that defensive line. It shows you that philosophically, this coaching staff, this front office, they believe defensive line plays at a premium in this league, and they're willing to pay for it. And they believe that they can coach up corners because pretty much every corner position is up for grabs. You know, then there's nobody proven. Not only is there nobody proven, it's really a bunch of late-round picks and non-drafted guys. I mean, there's there's not really blue-chip prospects on this roster. Right now, it seems like the leaders to be the leaders uh, in the competition to be the starting corners on the outside are Bless Austin and Bryce Hall. I think Hall would be the, the top guy, but you know you have other you have other players who are in the mix. You have Lamar Jackson, who was an undrafted rookie last year and well did not play that well. Um, you have a couple late round picks this year: Jason Pinnock, Brandon Eccles. Eccles, in particular, has been showing uh, some ability at practice, although you know. Um, not clear whether he's big enough to play on the outside. And you also have some competition in the slot between Michael Carter, the second you have Javelin Guidry. I mean, there, there are some other guys in the mix here. I mean, I I don't know how this is going to turn out. It's going to be very interesting to see. And then I think you look at special teams and I've spoken a couple times about this. I don't really buy into the 
idea that special teams can be special teams quality can be determined in training camp practices. I think the special teams have to be determined in the games. So you, you know, you look at kicker. There's a competition. A couple of rookies, Chris Nagar, Matt Emendola. Um, Matt Emendola is out of Oklahoma State. Nagar is out of SMU. That's an open battle. And I, I think you know, you look at all the spots. The gunner position on punt returns is is open. I think there's always there's always a question who who's, who that's going to be. And I think the return game that's also an open question. I think that there are a number of players are going to get auditioned for the kickoff return and the punt return jobs. And again, these are not things you can really simulate in camp all that well. It's not, the passing game you can at least simulate to some to some extent, you know. But you can't really play at game speed in training camp at, on the, on special teams. So I think that there are going to be a lot of players in the mix for those return jobs. And you know, when I talk about gunner jobs, that could be a way to earn your, your earn your job on the team. A gunner is like one of the guys who's lined up outside on the punt returns. They're the first guys down the field trying to make the tackles. And, you know, when you get down to the end of the roster, you know, your sixth string wide receiver or your sixth string corner, probably not going to see the field that much. They're probably their value that they're going to provide that their natural position is very small. If they can provide value on special teams in like a gunner role, that could be enough to that could be the difference between making the roster and ending up on the practice squad. And I would not be surprised to see the Jets rotate players in and out when they do punt the ball to see, you know, who's up for the job, you know, who's got the passion to play on special teams. A lot of it, you know, a lot of special teams is just effort. It's about willing to sacrifice, you know, will, willing to deliver a big hit, willing to show hustle. And the way I view special teams sometimes in the NFL is it gives a, maybe a rookie or a second-year player the opportunity to continue to develop, to develop at their natural position because they're, they're earning a spot on the roster through their work on special teams. And through that spot on the roster, they earn practice reps at their natural position to perhaps develop themselves. And it's kind of, kind of buys them some time when they're not ready to contribute at their natural position. We'll see who's up for those jobs. I think I, I'm probably more interested in preseason punts than anybody else. It's one of those things annually I look at to see who's getting a chance to play the gunner role and how they're performing. Because these are some of the hidden aspects of NFL games that can make a big difference. You know, there's a, a larger percentage than you think of snaps in the NFL happen on special teams. And this is the time of year where the guys who play those roles for the Jets are going to be determined. And we've seen in recent years, we've seen some jet, some very good Jets special teams units. And last year it wasn't so good. So hopefully the Jets have made the moves this offseason. To improve the unit, I think Justin Hardy, who they signed from New Orleans last year, probably gets one of the gunner jobs, but the other one is pretty open right now, so we'll see who gets it. Anyway, that's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Have a great Thursday, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow to talk Jets-Giants preseason action.